Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Faster, boy, faster! I will Silver! Away! The Lone Ranger had been in camp alone for several days while his young nephew, Dan Reed, held down a job in town. When the hoofbeats of the lad's white horse clattered on the hard-packed plain, Silver cocked his ears and whinnied sharply. Yes, that's Dan Silver. You're right. I'm glad the boy's back. He's still young to be on his own in country like this. Come on, Victor. Hi, Dan. Hi. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, oh. Welcome back to camp. Golly. It was a dusty ride from town. <laughs> look at Victor. I have to give him a good going over so as you look white again. You better give yourself a going over too, Dan. Your face is caked with dust. <laughs> yes, sir. I sure will. Now, how did you make out while you were in town? Oh, great. In just a couple of seconds, Victor. Oh, boy, I have that bright loft here. Did you get a job there? Yes, sir. Yeah, there you are, Victor. I got the job you suggested and kept my eyes and ears open. Here, I'll help you with the saddle. Now, tell me about Shipman. He sure owns a lot of property. More than anyone else in town. 
I think he's a crook. Several people have thought that, Dan, but no one has ever proved it. There you are, Victor. Alice thinks so, too. Who? Alice. Golly, she sure is a beautiful girl. Just about the prettiest I've ever seen. Oh. How old is Alice, Dan? Well, I guess she must be pretty old. Almost 19. Well. Hang it all, I wish we could help her. She sure is up against it. Well, how's that? Well, she lost her father, and all the property her father should have left her. That crook got it. Shipman? Yeah. How did he get it? Well, there was something mighty underhanded. Alice said as much to the sheriff. Fact is, she claimed Shipman had a hand in the death of her father. Dan, sit down. Well, I was just going to give Victor a rub down. And... Uh, sit down, Dan. I want you to tell me everything about Alice. Well, I was working in a store when a sheriff came in with John Shipman. I guess they just met each other outside the store. They came in talking while I was doing up a package for Miss Alice. She saw Shipman and her face got pale. I could see that she was mighty upset. Well, it's Miss Alice. Howdy, Alice. You're looking first rate. Good afternoon, Sheriff. What's the matter with me, Alice? Aren't you speaking to me? Please excuse me. I'll come back later and finish my purchasing, Dan. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wait a minute, Alice. Shipman, stand aside and let the lady pass. She but don't there's want to something that has you. to be straightened out. Alice, I was going to ride over to see you and pay my respects. Please don't bother. Well, it wouldn't be a bother. Anyway, there's some things I want to discuss. I suppose, John Shipman, you feel that now my father is dead, you'll be able to get the ranch from me. Well, you won't. I guess maybe there's a thing or two you don't understand. There's nothing you can tell me that I'd care to understand. The ranch is not for sale. That's right, ma'am. I could have told you that. It's not for sale. I guess you don't know what's happened to that ranch, do you? What? Well, I ain't said nothing so far. Thinking to let things ride for a while. Until your pa had been dead for a time, you'd sort of got yourself straightened around. What are you getting at? That ranch. Mr. Shipman, you tried a dozen times to buy that from my dad. You'd pay a pretty penny for the lush pasture he owned, but he wouldn't sell to you, and neither will I. Oh, Alice, just a minute, honey. Sheriff, will you tell Mr. Shipman to stand aside and let me pass? Well, there's something you've got to know, Alice. I know one thing, Sheriff. I know that my dad was the victim of a murder. Now, you prove that and you'll be doing something. Oh, no, you're wrong there, Alice. He went off the ledge on the horse he was riding. Do you really believe that? Sure I do. All the evidence showed it. Paul was either shoved or ridden off that ledge, if you want to know. He was too good a rider, and he'd ridden around here too long to have anything like that happen as an accident. What's more, I have a mighty good idea who's to blame. Alice, do you know what you're saying? You just bet I do. Maybe you're ready to accuse someone. My father didn't have an enemy in the world. But there's one man who'd have done almost anything to get Dad's ranch. A man that was a land-grabbing, stuck-up, scheming crook. Do you have any idea who I mean, John Shipman? Well, you sure can't mean me. And why can't I? Now, Alice, <laughs> Sheriff, this girl you is... You probably thought that with Dad gone, I'd be glad to sell out and get out of this country. I'll just show you how wrong you are. I already own that ranch. You lie. Ask the Sheriff. Sheriff. He's right, Alice. Got the deed to it, all signed up in proper form by your dad. Oh, I can't. I, I won't believe that. Dad would never have sold out to John Shipman. Never in a thousand years. You didn't find the deed among your dad's things, did you? No. But... I have the deed, Alice. It's the truth. Here, look. You know your pa's handwriting, Alice. You can see for yourself that Shipman speaks the truth. Let me see that. Go ahead. Now, isn't that his hand? It, it seems to be. Your pa lost it in a poker game, honey. Everyone who signed this as a witness is one of John Shipman's own partners and is willing to lie and cheat as he is. You're all sitting in on the game when your pa lost the land. You mean he lost it in a poker game? To John Shipman? Yep. I don't believe Doesn't it. Doesn't matter what you think. 
Here's the deed, signed, witnessed, and recorded. I thought I'd be kind and let you stay at the ranch till you had someplace else to go. But now I've changed my mind. I want possession of that place right away. The sooner you move out, the better I'll like it. I'll move out. I'll be out of there by sundown. But remember this, John Shipman. If you kill Dad, the truth will come out. You wait and see. She left the store then, and the sheriff and Shipman didn't stay much longer. They bought a few boxes of cartridges and then left. I came here as soon as I could. Now, this girl, Alice, is going to move off the land today? Yes, sir. I hate to take your time, but maybe she'll need help. I don't know if there are any men around the ranch to help her. Why didn't you tell me, then? Saddle Victor again. Oh, never mind, I'll saddle him. Or you get rid of some of that mud and dust. <laughs> yes, sir, I sure will spruce up. I'll be ready in a couple of minutes. The sooner we get to the Palmer Ranch, the more we'll be able to help Miss Alice. Alice lost no time getting out of the house she no longer owned. Mrs. Calkins and her husband Bart were on hand to help the slender girl. Bart lugged out the heavier pieces of furniture and loaded them on a wagon, while Martha Calkins and Alice took care of the smaller articles and clothing. Now, be careful there, Bart. Don't bust the leg off that table. Here. That's board. How was you saying, Martha? Bart, look, there's a rider. The two of them coming here. Yeah. Shipman's men, probably. Coming to make sure Alice is getting out. Bart, my sakes, one of them's masked. Yeah? You sure, Martha? Sun's in her eyes. You can't be sure. I am sure. See for yourself. He's masked. Oh, I don't like it. Why is he coming here masked? What do you think? I don't know what to think. I... I'll have my gun unlimbered and ready. You keep to one side. Better tell Alice there's some men here. She can't help but hear him. She's right inside the house. Keep your distance and state your business, mister. I don't count in the mass, men. Did Shipman send you here? Oh, I came because Dan told me Alice was moving, steady big fella. Yeah, what business is that of yours? I might ask the same of you. Are you here working for Shipman to be sure the girl vacates the property today? I'm here to help her get out, yes siree. But Dad read it when you intimate that I'm a friend of Shipman or working for him. Them's fighting words. I ain't. It's Dan Reed. Dan, hello. What are you doing away out here? How do you do, Miss Ellis? I brought my friend to help you. Ellis, is these friends of yours? Dan Reed is. And this is my friend. He's known as the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? My sakes. You hear that, Martha? I do. I told him about what happened. Oh. You feel that your father was murdered? Yes, I do. Alice, I warned you that it ain't good to talk so free and easy. Shipman's likely to bring the law again you for it. I don't care. I'm sure of it, Bart. Even though I can't prove it. Have you any reason for feeling and thinking as you do? Well, my dad hardly ever gambled. And when he did, he didn't lose his head. He wouldn't bet his whole ranch and home and everything else. And that's what he's supposed to have done. I told him, Alice. Oh. Miss Alice, your father's supposed to have fallen over a ledge. That's what he's supposed to have done. Will you show me where that happened? Yes, but why? Please, Alice, just do what the Lone Ranger asks. I'll bet you won't be sorry. Well, we've almost finished loading Bart's wagon. As soon as we're through, I'll take you to the place. I'm going to live with Bart and Martha for a time till I sort of make up my mind what to do. Very well. We'll help finish the loading. Yes, the sooner we're through, the sooner we can look at the scene of, well, the accident or the murder. That night, Dan Reed walked into a restaurant where John Shipman and his two closest friends spent much of their time. 
the boy sat at a table near the door to the rear room. When he saw Pete Loomis go to the rear with Shipman, he rose quietly and moved out of the place to meet the Lone Ranger. Meanwhile, Pete and Shipman sat down in the private room. Uh, open that window, Pete. It's hot in here. Right. Can't hardly breathe. You see that kid near the door as we came in? Yeah. He's been working in the general store. I can't seem to learn much about him. But I heard something today that made me a mite uneasy, Pete. You? Uneasy? Yeah. When Alice was moving out of the house, that kid and the Lone Ranger were helping. So much the better. She got out of your property that much the quicker. I don't like the idea of that masked man being in these parts. He can't do anything to you? Not with the law on my side, he can't. And as long as you pay your debts, John... It's a little matter of a bonus you promised me. You'll get your pay. I had some help. And the gent that helped me is asking when he gets paid off. Tell him he'll get his when you get yours. Mm-hmm. When'll that be? As soon as yeah, I can... You, uh, you hadn't better try. Quiet. Who's that? Someone talking outside. Oh, I'm going to. I'm old enough to know on a big chance when I see it. It's that kid, Dan Reed. And the Lone Ranger. Quiet. Dan, let me tell you. The only thing to do is the right thing. Go to the sheriff is what you know. What'll that get me? Well, there isn't even a reward. You can't enjoy crooked cash. I'll worry about that later. How do you know a shipment will pay you to keep quiet? If he doesn't, he'll hang. That'll be the time for me to go to the sheriff. Shipman won't pay you. He'll kill you. That'll be the way he'll keep you quiet. I'll take that chance. I hadn't taken you with me when we rode by that ledge. You'd never have seen it. But I did see it. Why the quiet? Dan, promise me one thing. What's that? Don't do anything until tomorrow. Sleep on it. Think it over. Try to realize that the cash you get from Shipman, even if you do get it, won't make you happy. You'll be just as much a criminal as he is. Well... Wait. Wait until tomorrow. All right. I, I guess I can do that much. I promise I'll wait until tomorrow. But that won't change my mind. John, did you hear that? I did. And doggone kid, he and the Lone Ranger, they saw something at the ledge. Well, it was just one move for us. Yeah, what's that? Follow those two. Yeah? Locate their camp. Hurry it up. Right. I'll be over at the cafe later on. Report to me there. In the meantime, I'm going to see the sheriff. He's right out at his favorite corner table. Report to the sheriff? Yeah. I'm going to tell him that there's likely to be trouble. Come on. I'll see you later, Pete. Don't you fail to locate that camp. I won't. Hi, sheriff. Oh, oh, shipman. Join me in some feet? No, no thanks. I want to tell you what I just heard. It was a row that's likely to end in murder. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. John Shipman sat down at the sheriff's table in the restaurant and rested his weight on his elbows. He spoke in a low, confiding voice. Murder, Sheriff. That's what I'm afraid is due to happen before morning. Well, go on, Shipman. Tell me some more. I wish I could tell you a lot more, but I can't. I just overheard a little of it before they got out of earshot. Who's they? I don't know that. They walked by the window of the back room a few minutes ago. I just heard what was said as they went by. Well, let's have it. Stop beating around the bush. What makes you think there's murder in the air? Well, one of these two knew about a crime of some sort. He said he was going to come to you with it. Why didn't he? He went to the other first. He said that if the price was right, he'd destroy what evidence he had and keep his mouth shut. Uh-huh. Go on. The other man said he'd make the price right. So come along with him. Then they get out of hearing. I went to the window, but they boarded horses and left before there was any chance to see who they were. Anyone from town? I didn't recognize the voices. I think they must have been strangers. Chances are it wasn't any crime that happened around here. There ain't no crime around here. Not the way you keep a hand on things. I don't suppose there'd be any use in setting out to look for those two. I'm afraid not. But I thought I'd pass on what I heard, so if you've got word of anything or heard any gunplay, you'd know what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, John, thanks. Oh, by the way... Uh, yeah? Alice moved out of that house this afternoon. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. She's staying with the Calkinses for a while. She needn't have moved so sudden... I was willing to let her stay on for a time till she started making unkind remarks about me. I know. A man's pride can only stand so much, Sheriff. Ain't that so? Yep, I reckon so, John. Well, I'll be shoving on now. Let me know if you hear any more about that, Sheriff. You bet I will. Good night. Meanwhile, Alice and her friends were still filled with curiosity... The masked man and Dan Reed were the subject of discussion in the lamplit room. It still ain't answered, Alice. Any way I look at it, I can't figure it out. They showed the two of them where the death took place. Yes, and both he and the boy studied the ground. They even got down on their hands and knees and felt for indentations where the buckboard went over the ledge. But they didn't find nothing. No. They followed the tracks back for quite a distance. Then they examined the ground on both sides of the tracks. Lone Ranger said he wished Tonto was with him. Tonto? You said that was an engine that's generally with the Lone Ranger. Yes. I'm sure they didn't learn anything to prove my idea about Dad's death. And yet he told you not to worry about the truth coming out. That's what he said. How can he get at the truth? That's what I'd like to know. Shipman's a crook, but no man's ever yet been smart enough to prove it. has been smart enough yet to prove that I'm outside the law and live to tell about it, Pete. Well? That goes for that lone ranger. You sure he bedded down for the night? Told you he had, didn't I? He didn't know he was followed? The engine in me makes it so as I can follow any man without his knowing it. All right. Did you get close enough to the camp to hear any talk? I had to. I had to make sure they'd be there when you wanted them. What'd they say? Ah, they went on talking just as they did when we heard them. The kid wanted to come to you and collect some cash for not proving anything. The Lone Ranger wouldn't listen to it. Mm. It's my idea that by morning, the Lone Ranger will have the kid one over to the side of the law. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, I'm taking no chances. What are the plans? Where'd you leave your horse? Back in your saddle, Shin. Not enough. I'll go tell my hands that you're stopping here in my house for the night. Savvy? Sure thing. We'll have all my hands as witnesses, just in case we have to prove that we didn't leave the house. Are we going to the camp? Well, it can't be far. Or you wouldn't have been back here so soon. Mm. Ain't more than two miles. And we walk. 
No hoofbeats to give us away. Come on. Footsteps can be heard here, shipman. The ground's too hard to leave any tracks. Yeah. Before we get to the camp, we go into the woods. The leaves there won't show a footmark. They won't make a sound when we step on them. Here's what we've got to do. Shoot them. Not too fast. First, we want to find out what the kid has in the way of evidence. How? You'll see, Pete. Just wait till we get to the camp. All right, heist him. Leave that gun where it is. I've got you covered. So it seems. Next time, I won't shoot into the air. I'll let you have it between the eyes. It'd be a big mistake to try that. Yeah? Well, just sit up and pay attention to what's said, or I'll make that big mistake. You always sleep with that mask on? Come all the way to this camp to ask that question? Oh. Came here because we thought that kid wanted to see us. How about it, kid? I didn't want to see you. No? Well, maybe you don't recognize me. It's pretty dark in the woods. My name's John Shipman. John Shipman? That's right. Now, does that change things around some? How do I know you're telling the truth? What if you are, John Shipman? You better keep quiet, mister. This is between young Reed and me, Savvy. I got nothing to say to you. Well, I'm covering him, Pete. You take the shooting irons. Right. Don't risk coming closer, Pete. Johnny. Yeah, he's right. And thanks for warning us. Just give them guns and the gun belt a kick with your foot. Kick it over towards Pete so as he can pick it up without moving close enough for you to grab him. If I don't. Do what I say or you'll find out. Well, there you are. Much obliged. Now, Pete, see that the kid ain't armed. Uh, no sign of a gun near him. Now, the two of you stand up and move back a few yards. Hey, look here. What's this for? Why did you come here? Stand and move. I'll make sure you aren't sitting on top of an extra gun. Do as he says, Dan. Maybe we'll find out what he came here for. Yes, sir. That's more like it. You can sit down again. Now we know you won't be tempted to commit suicide by making a sudden reach for another gun or knife or something. Dan, you're taking orders from the masked man now, aren't you? What if I am? A little while ago, you was ready to defy him. Fact is, when I talked to the sheriff, I was in mind to say that you two were on the verge of a real fight. Well? Dan has nothing to say. Dan, you're in a position to be a real important man around this part of the country. Do you know that? Why? Because I'm in a position to make you one. You could own a fine ranch, all your own. A couple hundred head of cattle as a start. Why, you'd be the youngest landowner in this part of the state. How'd that be? For doing what? Just what you plan to do. What's that? Just get out of the habit of talking too much, that's all. Now, what did you plan to tell me instead of the sheriff? Nothing. Well, the young upstart, he's going to try and play mum. Now, that's it, huh? Now, look, Dan, you go to the sheriff, and where'll you be? You'll have to go into court as a witness and a lot of other things. Meanwhile, some of my friends, and I've got plenty of them, would be likely to get sore at you and make it mighty uncomfortable. So in the end, where do you stand? Not a sight better off than you are right now. Dan has nothing to tell. Either you or the sheriff. Don't try to get away with that. We heard what was said. We heard the whole thing. Maybe you have the wrong men. Oh, no. Oh, no, we didn't. We recognize your voices, and I followed you right to this camp. Now, Dan, what was it you found near the ravine? It wasn't anything that was found there. What was it then? Maybe you happened to be nearby when Palmer had his accident. Is that it? Who's Palmer? Now look here, if you bust into this talk anymore, I'm going to let you have hot lead. Let the kid speak for himself. Uh, who is Palmer? You don't blame well who Palmer is. 
Or was. Trying to act like you don't know nothing won't help you. Palmer's a man that had an accident. <laughs> accident, my eye. You pushed him over. Uh, now you're admitting it. All right, kid, what proof you got? No proof. Only what you saw, is that it? Look here, Mr. Shipman, I got no more to say to you. Well, you finally made up your mind to go to the sheriff and squeal, huh? The only reason you didn't do it before was because you figured on seeing me and collecting. That was why you got a job in town. You hung around till you saw just how well off I was so you could hold me up for a nice tidy sum. Now listen here, you young whippersnapper. I'll pay you off. Shipman. Keep an eye on that, Aubrey Pete. I've got a little more to say before we let him have it. I'm going to drill the two of you. That'll shut your lip for keeps. You can't get away with that, Shipman. Who can't? The sheriff might think that Palmer went over the ledge by accident. You're mighty careful to make the tracks give that impression. But two men don't die by accident with bullets in them. No, they don't. That's why I called on the sheriff. I told him there was a row between you two. You planned carefully, didn't you? You bet I did. When the sheriff finds you, he'll never know that you're the critter that's always been called a lone ranger. He'll be just one more dead army as far as he's concerned. And he'll start a manhunt for the one that drills you. The same being the kid here. And what will you do with Dan? He'll just disappear, that's all. He will never be found. Maybe the sea gives up its dead, but quicksand has never been known to do that. You Shipman, wonder. you've talked yourself into a hangman's rope. So is Pete. Yeah? That's big talk for a man that's about to die. But I'm not about to die. You see, I've had a gun ever since you came here. See your trigger. In fact, Shipman, Dan didn't see you commit murder. We dropped a few remarks that were calculated to bring you here. He lies. Lying, that's for cowards, Pete. From the moment you came here, you've been under a gun. Didn't you wonder that the fire was so bright? I wanted to be sure to see your trigger finger. Bluffing won't save you. The moment you tightened your finger, I was ready to fire. Yeah, well, you're bluffing. Then call me. I thunder I do. Pete, get him. I shoulder. Want any more action? He did have a gun. You bet he didn't. He can use it, Yonry Killer. My hand is broke. I shoulder. Now let's have the truth. The rest of it. How did you get Palmer to sign over his land? Why, I... uh... Speak up. Maybe you'll be the one to disappear in that quicksand. No, no. What did you do with Palmer? He thought his daughter was abducted. We framed it so he thought we had her prisoner. He was willing to sign because he knew he could go to the law. But you didn't give him the chance to go to the law. I've got to get my hand bandaged. Let us go now. We'll forget the whole thing. You can't prove anything anyhow. It's your word against ours, and I've got a lot of witnesses. And so have I. That's right, Shipman. The sheriff. The sheriff. Uh, I've been back of them trees all the time, Shipman. But, but how... Frame up. I'll see here. Come on, boys. Put the handcuffs on them. Oh, I reckon they won't do much shooting in the shape they're in now. You see, Shipman, the Lone Ranger asked me to spend some of this evening here, just in case the Palmer death was solved. When I left here right after you told me how you suspected there'd be a murder tonight. I knew about the scheme this afternoon. Oh, wait, Sheriff. It wasn't my idea. Pete was the one. Are you lying, buzzer? Pete and his pal are the ones that really killed Palmer. I swear it. I've got an alibi. He was with us, and you helped. Save it for your trial. You'll have all the chance of talk that you can use. But still, it won't save you from the hangman's noose. Hey, Ginger, mister, I owe you a plenty. The town owes you plenty, and Alice Palmer does, too. Dan, would you like to tell her the good news? Golly, yeah. Here, Victor. Come here, boy. Here, Silver. She sure will be pleased. Here, Victor, Philip. Tell her to move back home in the morning. Come on, Victor. Oh, Silver!
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.